Blog Talk Radio. Blog Talk Radio. Thirty-one questions for the Mukminoon. Have you ever cried as of sins you have committed? Inshallah. Did Shaitan ever make you feel like the past can't be repented? Yes. Do you really love Allah or just words that you utter? Allah. Do you feel like your innocence has been drained by the gutter? Yes. Can you love sooner and still love to backbite? No. How many days you woke up Muslim and Kafir by night? Allahu If you was on trial for being Mukmin, would they have enough evidence to convict you? If you die right now, how long would it take for the Ummah to forget you? Allahu can you answer the questions in the grave, or do you have to study for that test? Allah, I hope so. And what will be the words you utter at the moment of your last breath? What are you prepared to sacrifice for the sunnah? Did you ever take part in spreading the vicious rumor? If so, how far did it go? How many people really know? On the day of judgment, how many mukmans you going to host? Why are you the last to Juma and the first to leave? Is that an indication of how much you really believe? Why do you say things out of your mouth that's not in your heart? Don't you know mukmans live in the light and kufars live in the dark? How can a month go by and you miss every salat? Where is your desire? Ah, you show for the fire. Muslims and Muslims, fill the north from a hopeful dreamer. It's either heaven or hell. Mock B or the Dajel. Allah or Shaitan. Fly girl novels or ayahs of the Holy Quran. Standing on street corners at the end of the block or at the masjid making salat. You can either listen or turn your head. Because this earth is a paradise for the grateful dead. A'udhu billahi minash shaitanir rajeem. Bismillahir rahmanir rahim. Inna lil muttaqina mafaza. Hadaika wa a'naba. وكوائب أترابا وكأسا دحاقا لا يسمعون فيها لغوا ولا كذابا جزاء من ربك عطاء حسابا رب السماوات والأرض وما بينهما الرحمن لا يملكون منه قطابا السلام عليكم وعليكم السلام Brother, you heard the Dean over Dunya show? Dean over Dunya, that sounds familiar. Wait, hold on, let me think. Dean over Dunya, Dean over Dunya, yeah. Dean over Dunya show. Y'all heard about that joint? My man hosts that joint. Safe or hot? Mashallah, mashallah. So you like the joint? I love it. What's your name? Noah. And what they listening to? 
Dean over Dunya. Slow they come. Michael Sinead. Dean over Dunya. 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 And you're listening to the Dean of Dunya show, the number one Islamic radio show in America, alhamdulillah. Before we begin, like always, we want to give praise to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and send salawat upon his nabi, the Prophet Muhammad ibn Abdullah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And alhamdulillah, nasta'inuhu wa nasta'firuhu wa na'udhu billahi min shuruhi nfusana wa min sari'a li ma'lina min yadihi lahu fulla mawdirullah wa min yukla fulla hadiyalah وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمد أبيه ورسوله صلى الله عليه وسلم ثم بق before I begin I like to say all praise belongs to Allah we seek His aid we seek His guidance we seek His help and we seek refuge in Allah from Shaitan and his minions and we seek refuge in Allah from the footprints of Shaitan that will lead us to hell for naught and we ask Allah سبحانه وتعالى to forgive us for our sins, our faults, and our errors. And whoever Allah guides, none shall lead astray. And whoever Allah leads astray, none shall guide. And I bear witness without any hesitation, any compulsion, that is no God but Allah. And I bear witness that the Prophet Muhammad ibn Abdullah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, is his last prophet and the messenger. And my back. Brothers and sisters, tonight's show is very important. Inshallah, we will have the tawfiq of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Tonight's show is called Sex on the Brain 24-7 in the State of the Ummah in 2016. Masha'Allah. I wanted to have this particular show tonight for a few different reasons. One particularly, I'll be on Facebook, Instagram, promoting my movie that will be coming out with, Dino we're doing a movie, inshallah, should be out in two weeks on Amazon.com, Amazon Instant Video, inshallah. But uh, fans, trying to remind the believers, remind myself, try to keep my, my tongue voice with the remembrance of the loss of Penalty Island. And the sister posted the question. She said, how many of you will divorce a man that you're not pleased with his sex? How many of you will divorce a man that you're not pleased with his sex? They won't even mention 
One sister went so far as to say that she's asking the brother on a sit-down about the size of his penis. And if he lies to her, then she will divorce him and tell the world that he do not have a kombasa but a Vienna sausage. She actually said this on the post publicly. Panel law. This is this is this is the state that we are in in America. This is the state that the Muslim community is in. These are the type of women that we are producing. That in the Quran, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala describes the attribute of a believer in Surah 23. He says, successful indeed are the believers, those who humble themselves in their prayers, who avoid vain talk, who are active in deeds of charity, and who are who guard their modesty except in marriage bond or the right hand possessed. But what Allah said the eye says one of the attributes of a believer is modesty. So when the sister said this that she will act the size of his penis at a sit down, I say by Allah, there's no proof in the time of the Salaf that the messenger of Allah so the son of wives or the Sahaba wives have ever asked what are the Sahabas, can they see the size of his penis? Or what is the size of his penis before they get married? Can you imagine this? Allah subhanahu says, one of the worst Muslims in the sight of Allah who will receive the wrath of Allah subhanahu is the Muslim brother who has sex with his wife and then displays to the community how she was in the bedroom. Talk about his intimate, private life with his wife to the community. So when I told the sister that this is not from Quran, as soon as she says, what is your Dalil? It's Quran Allah. It's Quran Allah. This is what we're dealing with. This is the community that we are producing. The number one problem in the Islamic community, the number one sins is revolving around sex. Sex, sex, sex. We're not concerned about the dead judgment. We're not concerned about the questions in the grave. We're not concerned about the nizan, the scale on the day of judgment. We're not concerned about that. We concern is if our husband's penis is the size of a, a, a kabasa. We concern how much pleasure we're going to get out of sex. Now, don't get me wrong. Sex is a part of marriage. It is a main part of marriage because the message of Allah said that get married so that you can reproduce, so that you can have multiple kids and he can have a great ummah. But the reality to it is that love and mercy is also a main part of marriage. Living in tranquility is also a main part of marriage. Helping each other feel Allah and helping each other walk the road to paradise is also a part of marriage. 
But in 2016, the majority of the Muslims are not focusing on those things. They're not focusing on those things. This is the reality to it. You have a Muslim sister that will uncover, take off her overgarment, and post it on social media. And then she's upset with the brother because he wants to marry her because she has a nice body. She's pissed at that. She said, I want you to love me for Dean. You have no Dean. You have no Dean. We have to understand that there is no time to produce ayats or hadith from the Messenger of Allah that certain actions are haram because we already know that they're haram. We don't have time for that to keep telling you that this is haram or you know it's haram. At a certain point in time, a human being, a Muslim who fear Allah, has to say that I'm going to die and I'm going to be questioned in the grave. I'm going to stand before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uncircumcised and naked, but naked like the day I was born. And I'm going to be questioned about every single action I've done on the face of the earth. My deeds are going to be weighed in the scale of the Nizam. I'm going to have to walk across the bridge of the Surah. We have to really tell ourselves because these things are reality. This life you see looking around, this is not reality. This is this is delusion. Look on the die. And then why are you on this earth? And the main part of your existence existence is focusing on sex. Do you know how many sisters that I see complaining? Wallahi al I swear by Allah, who have a husband with good sex. But she's not the only one enjoying her because he keeps committing zina on her. So what is the good point of good sex if he's committing adultery? What is the point of good sex if you're crying at night because your husband is out there slaying other sisters? Good sex do not equal taqwa. It do not equal righteous children. It do not equal happiness. It is a part of the marriage, but you are missing the entire puzzle. It's not complete. How often are we going to keep going down the same rabbit hole? How often? How often are you going to keep seeing sisters saying there's no good brothers out there, brothers saying there's no good sisters out there? How often are you going to see that? When are you going to wake up? When are we going to wake up? When are we going to realize that the only way to Allah the only road to Allah, the only method that we can reach Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is through our good deeds and good actions in the surah to mustaqeen. There's no other way. Can't no thug who sell crack cocaine introduce you to the sunnah of the messenger of Allah. Wallahi al-Zain, it cannot happen. Can't no Muslim sister who posts half-naked pictures on Instagram without no regardfulness for her body or her sacredness to introduce you to the sunnah of the Messenger of Allah. She can't help you reach Allah. If your phone is dead, 
Can you make any phone calls? Is there any way possible that you can reach another human being with their phone if the battery is dead? I don't care what you do. You cannot reach a human being if your phone is dead. If that Muslim sister and that Muslim brother have no fear of Allah, Allah, you cannot benefit from them. You will never be satisfied. Because they don't love Allah. So therefore, you will not develop love for Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala. We are literally functioning, functioning on the level of, of, of people who don't know Allah, people who don't know the Sunnah. Our life revolves around, revolve around uh, uh, sensation, happiness, pleasure. This is what our life revolves around, happiness and pleasure. We don't want to take any suffering peaceability. We don't want to endure any unhappiness for the pleasure of Allah. We don't want to endure any discomfort for the pleasure of Allah. Yet, yet we say we love Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We say this effortlessly. Like it's it's no it's no no I can't believe you asked me do I love Allah. I can't believe you asked me if I love Allah. We get married to someone that is haram, to someone who cannot love Allah, and we give them all of our essence. We give them all of our love. We give them all of all of our power. And when they leave us, which is inevitable, then we mad at the Ummah. All these men is nothing. All these women is nothing. But we forgot that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who causes you to wake up in the morning. He causes you to return back to your soul when you sleep. He causes you to to be be healthy. He causes you to have children. He causes you to go to the bathroom. He causes delivering your body to perform chemical analysis of the blood. He causes your heart to beat 100,000 times a day. Yet you don't remember a law. You don't think a law. You're angry. Because the man that you love don't love you back. You're angry because the women you love don't love you back. Forget them. Wallahi al-deen, if you put your love and your trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you would never be a miserable or a wretched human being. But you fail to realize that because you're so bogged down with the mundane life. All you see is this world. You don't see paradise. You don't see akhara. When you search for a mate, you don't search for Akira. You don't search for someone who's going to be a good father. You don't search for one who's going to help you reach a loss of penalty. You don't search for that. How can Muslim brothers and Muslim sisters be posting pictures and videos on Instagram with them smoking hookahs? How, how, how can that be a person who cares about the Akira? How can that be a person who cares about paradise? How how can that be? It's remarkable. But sisters and brothers wonder why they're unhappy, why they can't find somebody, because we're looking for love in all the wrong places. This is what we're looking for love for, in all the wrong places. It's, it's, it's totally amazing to me. It really is. It boggles my mind. 
if you look at the average Muslim, the average Muslim in America, this is their lifestyle. They have at least 10 tattoos after they took their shahada. 10. They got the name of their boyfriend, name of their ex-boyfriend, name of their baby father, name of their sons, name of their mother. Then they got a law name. 10. You have Muslim brothers with tattoos on their faces. Totally disrespecting the law of to Ta'ala. He ennobled the face of Adam. He ennobled the face of Adam. They have no regard for this for Allah. Even the messenger of Allah said that those who get tattoos are cursed by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They don't care about that. They go to tattoo parties. Tattoo parties. The majority of us are steep in sin. All of us. There's not anyone that's an exception from this. The majority of us are steep in sin. And if we die right now, we will be bashed and punished in the grave. The majority of us are backbiting. Right now, today, we have backbited another Muslim. What you don't understand is when you get on the Salat to Mustaqim, you're on that bridge, walking across that skinny bridge, skin as a razor, sharp as a razor, thin as a piece of hair. When you're walking across that bridge and you feeling invincible because you're just going along, you're walking across this bridge, but there are Muslims, there are Kufars in the hellfire below the grid, below that bridge. And you're about to make it across the bridge into that Kufar, that Chuvah. Say, yeah, Allah, that, that person right there took money from me. Bring them to hell with me. That was not easy for you to walk across that bridge no more. That Muslim sister who you backbite and laughed at because you thought you were better than her. Say, yeah, Allah, that person right there, that Muslim right there, she laughed at me and made fun of me. Now it's not so easy to get across that bridge. You you wobbling. You wobbling now until you fall in hellfire. Because you didn't think about crossing the bridge when you were backbiting and slandering. You wasn't thinking about that. That wasn't on your mind. What are we sacrificing? What it is that we sacrifice? You ever think about what you're sacrificing in the hereafter for the things you do on this earth? You ever think about that? Have you ever stopped and thought about that? You will not truly be a believer until you give up freely what you love for Allah and his messenger. Do you understand what that means? Could you give up television tomorrow, today for Allah? Could you do that? Could you give up stop smoking weed for Allah? Could you do that? Could you give up stop drinking alcohol for Allah? Could you do that? Could you give up stop popping Percocets for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Can you do that? If you can't do that, then you can't consider yourself to be a believer. Do you know what the munafiq say in the grave when the, when the angels answer them, question them? Who is your Lord? They say, well, they were... People that used to say, you know, that Allah is my Lord, but I, you know, I just said it because they said I ain't really believe that. What do you think is gonna happen after you answer the question like that? A Muslim is one who submits to the will of Allah. A Muslim is one who fulfills the seven conditions of the Shahada. 
This is a Muslim. They, they're not perfect, but they strive. Peace be the last. What are we sacrificing for the day? You never ask yourself why your marriages don't work? Why you keep attracting the same brother, the same sister, who don't work, lazy, stay at home, they have no desire to help you, no desire to help you get to paradise? You ever ask yourself that? Because you keep going after the same insignificant human being who cannot guide you to paradise. They can't even beat the sheep to wake up for fudging. The sheep is overpowering them. They can't even lift the sheep's mouth for their body to make salatu fudging to a lost penalty island. The sheep can't, the sheep is when the wars with them. How can that person lead you to a law and he can't even defeat a sheep? How? We need sisters with Hayat, modesty, because modesty is a part of Iman that represents Iman. This is what we need. And the only way we're going to develop modesty is that we have to sincerely buckle down and sincerely try to purify our hearts and our souls with the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by making salah as if you see Allah and know that if you don't see Allah, he sees you. We have to sincerely try. Other than that, then we're going to see hellfire. The majority of us, the majority of us, The majority of women are in hellfire because of their ungratefulness to their husbands. Because the moment you don't do something, she say that you ain't never done any good for her. The majority of inhabitants in paradise are poor people. But we don't think about these things. These things don't cross our mind. The average Muslim right now in America is working 14, 15 hours just to maintain a lifestyle that's beyond their means. To maintain a lifestyle that's beyond their means. They can't just go to the auction and buy a $4,000 car, something that gets you from point A to point B. No, they can't do that. They need a car that the note is $300 a month. The insurance is $150 a month. So their car alone is $450 a month just to drive a car, just to drive from A to B. Because they got to have the nice car. It's not about getting from A to B. It's about looking good while they're driving from A to B. It's about looking good when they go pick up a Muslim brother or a Muslim sister. But wallahi, they're going to hate that car on the day of judgment. They're going to hate it. We're just blowing money away, giving it to the kufar. I'm going to give you $450 just to let me ride around in this car. I'm going to keep giving you $450 every single month. Every single month. Just so I can look good driving from A to B. This is clearly not a person thinking about the day of judgment. We have invested our time and our effort in the dunya, wallahi, and we have forgotten the akhirah. 
The next time you burn your hand on the stove, the moment you do that, I want you to think about your entire body feeling like that in hellfire, and you can't leave. You can't leave. Brothers and sisters, we do not have a lot of time to get our fears in order. We don't have a lot of friends that's reminding us of Allah and his messenger. We don't have a lot of companions that are righteous telling us about the day of judgment, telling us to get our life in order. We have companions that's helping us get to the fire. And they pushing us in the fire as quick as possible. It's going to be a time that you're going to have to make a choice. Do you love Allah? Do you love his messenger or do you love this dunya? Because you can't have both. You can't have both. How often do you cry about your own sins? How often do you cry? And say, yeah, Allah, please forgive me. I am a sinner. Because that would help you a long way. But you don't cry because you don't care. It doesn't bother you. See, the Messenger of Allah, so that some say that the Munafiq, he sees his sins like a, a fly bothering him. He's swatted away. But the believer, he sees his sins like a mountain or avalanche is about to collapse upon him. If you was under a building that was about to fall, how afraid would you be? How afraid would you be? This is the this is the level of taqwa that we have to get to. We have to love people who love Allah. Simple as that. And that's where Asakina comes in. This is where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will help us live a righteous life if we love people who love Allah. And not waste time on people who don't know Allah. Not waste time on people who don't know Allah. They can't introduce you to Allah, subhanahu wa ta'ala. All you're going to get is a broken heart and confusion and tears and pain. That's all you're going to get. Because the dunya don't love you. The dunya do not love you. Allah and his messenger love you. And the messenger have laid down the foundation, the sunnah, that if you follow it, you will reach the gates of paradise with ease. But if you abandon the sunnah of the messenger of Allah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, if you love Allah, then follow the sunnah of the messenger of Allah. And only then will Allah love you and forgive you your sins. So Allah is informing us that he will only love us if we follow the sunnah. He will only forgive our sins if we follow the sunnah. But if we're not following the sunnah of the, messenger of, the, of the messenger of Allah, Allah is not concerned with you. That's why you're receiving hurt after hurt after hurt after hurt. Because we're not following the sunnah of the messenger of Allah, sallallahu We're not investing our time in friends and friendship that's going to build us closer to Allah. We invest in everything else other than that. A brother can walk around and shoot and rob old people, and we don't see nothing wrong with it. Oh, he just got caught up. 
A brother can be the biggest dope dealer in the neighborhood, and we see nothing wrong with it. Oh, he just, he just, he's trying to feed his family. He's trying to feed his family. All the, 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 the crack babies that was born blind and nubs and, and sick, they're going to stand before law on the day of judgment in the line, waiting to take their rights from that brother because he violated their life before they was even born. He was a vulture preying on the innocent. Why? The crack lady, she has an addiction that's physical and mental. She needs help. She needs guidance and counseling. He's not doing that. He's providing her with more drugs and taking her money in the process. That is not a Muslim. That's not a person who believes in the day of judgment. That's a person that's preying on his victims. Predator. And he's taking the money and buying the luxuries of life. And the Muslim sisters are enamored with these luxuries. But these things is nothing but fuel for the hellfire. That's all they are. Fuel for the hellfire. So until your morals is in accordance with the Quran and Sunnah, then you will never receive happiness. Never. You can even accept these truths and change your conduct, but you can remain in misery for the rest of your natural born life. It's as simple as that. It's time that we wake up, and it's time that we introduce ourselves to the sunnah of the Messenger of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wa It's time that we worship Allah, sallallahu alayhi wa in the manner that he needs to be worshipped. As simple as that. If we're going to play the role of Denzel Washington in the movie Malcolm X, and he should have got an Oscar award for playing the role of a Muslim, if that's going to be our life, that we just got a script, and we're just playing Muslim, we're just acting out the scenes, we don't really believe it. He recited the Fatiha beautifully, yet he didn't mean it. He was playing the role of a Muslim, yet he didn't become a Muslim because he didn't mean it. It was just a role to him. He wanted to look good for the camera. If this is what we want to do, play the role of a Muslim, then wait till the, the punishment of the law swoop down upon you. It's more to being a Muslim than wearing an overgarment and a niqab and a kufi and an izar and growing a beard and having your pants above your ankles. If that is the extent of your Islam, then you don't know Allah, you don't know the sunnah, you don't know the message of Allah, definitely do not love them. No matter how much you scream from the top of your lungs that you love Allah and his messenger, you do not love them. Because love is seen within our actions. Love is seen within our actions. Brothers and sisters, I don't care if you're the only Muslim on your job. Represent the deen of Islam. And Allah will love you and he will forgive you and he will, in, in, and he will, inher- he will make you inherit paradise. I don't care if you're the only Muslim on your, on, in your school, sister or brother, represent Islam. Represent Islam until this life overtake you, and I guarantee you 
that you will be in a better place when you meet a lost dependent to Isla. If you're the only Muslim in your family that say La ilaha illallah and mean it, then represent it. Introduce your family to the heart and die upon that begrudgingly. Don't let no one make you waver from that. And when you meet a lost dependent to Isla, you will have a blissful reward. If you're the only Muslim on social media that's posting hadith after hadith because you love to remind the Muslims and you love Allah, then you keep doing it to the day that you die. You have to hate sinning. You have to hate showing non-Muslims your body. Hate showing the Muslim brothers your body. You have to hate that. You have to hate people seeing you representing yourself in a manner that's beneath you. And until you hate that, then you're not going to taste the, the, the essence of what Iman is. I'm talking about that Iman is when you hear the Adan, you start crying like a baby because it's melting your heart. You can't take it no more because the words of Allah and the Quran are moving you. But we don't cry when we listen to Quran because our hearts are so black and to the core that we are corrupt. reality to it is we all sinners. I'm a sinner. I might be the worst one amongst you. I don't know what you do. I know what I do. And I hope and pray for the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I hope that Allah forgive my sins. I have dalil about what Nasir al-Din do, what Sayful Haq do. I have dalil on that. I can only speculate about what you do. So I give you a good opinion. Me, I, I'm trying to get close to the law by any means necessary. Simple as that. MashaAllah. If I say anything tonight that is incorrect, it's because of my own stupidity and my own false flaws. But if I say anything that is correct, it's because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is merciful. And if you feel I was talking to you, then Allah is telling you that you need to change. You need to get it together. You're running out of time. You are running out of time. May Allah bless us to be amongst the the uliyah, the friends of Allah on the day of judgment. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless us to be amongst the uliyah on the earth. May Allah bless us to be amongst those who love the, the Prophet Muhammad وسلم, with a sincere, true love. May Allah bless us to be those who love him with all of our heart. And may Allah bless us to be a, a good companion to our brother and a good companion to our sister. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless us to be good fathers and good mothers to our children and help them gain to paradise and help them know Allah and his messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Bless our hearts to be pure. And if our hearts are not pure and they corrupt, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala purify our hearts. And may he endow us with the knowledge that's going to help purify our hearts. Allahumma ameen. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allow us to cross the bridge on the Surat al-Mustaqeen without anyone telling us that we backbited them or, or slandered them or anyone that's going to impede our process from crossing the bridge. Allahumma ameen. May Allah allow us to answer the questions in the grave for Mukar and not care. May he allow us to memorize it and say it effortlessly. 
May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala allow our grave to be spacious as far as the eye can see, and may he protect us from hellfire, and may he bless us with paradise, the highest level of paradise, and may he protect us from the trials and tribulations of the Dajjal and the evil of our own soul. Allahumma amin. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make hellfire haram for our flesh to touch. May he make the fire haram to touch our flesh. Allahumma amin. Brothers and sisters, make dua for the movie Dina Wadunya. It will be out in a few weeks, two weeks, inshallah. And inshallah, this is going to be the first Islamic movie in America that had real ayats, real hadith, mentioning the name of Allah and his messenger, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Support this movie, inshallah. Support your Muslim brother, inshallah. And I don't say that to to support myself. I say that to support the ummah because this is for the ummah. Without planning on doing for the Ummah, is for the Ummah. Trust in me, inshallah. Trust in Allah. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.